0: And take the right next steps towards landing a career you love because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers podcast. Hello and welcome to season two of the Flourish Careers podcast. I'm your host, Jen Smith, and I am thrilled to be back with you for another season Of all things work and well-being, or what I like to call heart-based career planning. So this season, we are diving into a handful of hot topics, including things like the frequently asked questions I get asked all the time as a career coach, and they're sometimes very surprising answers. I'm going to get into... All kinds of strategies and recommendations for interviewing. I've interviewed thousands of candidates through the years, and I want to share all of the insights with you. We're going to talk about the hidden job market, which is something I get asked pretty often. And I want to talk to you about how to break into the hidden job market. We will get into how to make career changes happen by taking tiny actions. Of course, everybody's favorite topic that they love to hate are resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles. And there's so much more about the nitty gritty job searching and career change topics that I can't wait to share with you. And as always, if you have a topic you'd like covered, please shoot me a note. I love hearing from you. So today, we are diving into a topic that, in my mind, isn't talked about enough in the career change or job searching world. And this topic is believing in yourself. This is by far the number one thing that gets in the way of folks making a change or going through the job search process. Before you can even think think about making a change. You must believe that you can make a change. So I'm going to share a bit about the research and why this is important. Then we will dive into three of my recommendations and a bonus tip to help you believe in yourself when making a career change or going through the job search process. And then we're going to wrap up with a quick story. So let's get to it. So first, the research. Carol Dweck is a world-renowned Stanford University psychologist who discovered the power of mindset. And she really outlines the differences between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Her work showcases how success in almost every area of life and career can be influenced by how we think about our talents and our abilities. So her work is all centered around the notion that it's not how good you are, it's how good you want to be that matters. So I'm going to say that again. It's not how good you are, it's how good you want to be that matters. So once we harness the power of believing in ourselves, Studies show that it can be essential for career success. So, in her research, she goes on to say that everything about you can change through dedication. So, you are capable of learning and achieving at your own rate. In my work with thousands of job seekers, it is notable how many people undermine their possibilities before they even begin a job search or a career change. And it's all because they don't believe in themselves. So let me give you some examples here. So one that came to mind when I was thinking about this is Anita. She wanted to pivot from the nonprofit sector into a corporate or a for-profit company. So she was really craving more financial stability, although she kept telling herself that she was going to have to go back to school for a master's degree in order to work in the corporate world. So she didn't believe that she could make the change. On top of that, a master's degree felt incredibly daunting to her, not to mention the time and energy and expense that was going to go into achieving a master's degree, And then another example that came to mind when I was thinking about this was Ramon, who had 12 or 13 years of leadership in the education industry. So he was someone who brought a really unique way of teaching into the classroom, and it was adopted far and wide. So he's kind of a pioneer in this space, and he really wanted to shift into ed tech. So he saw Where you know the ed tech industry was going and he was really excited about shifting this philosophy around teaching. And he, when we first met, he told me that he didn't have the technical skills to work in the ed tech world. Yet he has this very innovative mindset around teaching in in the classroom and through technology. But he talked himself out of it for years because he didn't believe that you know, he had the the technical skills to make that change. So in both of those examples, Anita and Ramon ended up moving beyond their limiting beliefs and they made the changes. And in fact, Anita actually received a 55% pay increase with her change, which gave her that financial stability that she was craving without having to go back to school and investing in a master's degree. But this started with making a commitment to change and believing that they could make the change. So Dweck says after 30 or 40 years of research that the view you adopt for yourself profoundly affects the way that you lead your life and your career. So it can determine whether you become the person you want to be and whether you accomplish the things that you value. So on the opposite side of having this growth mindset and believing in yourself is having a fixed mindset. And that means that you're basically assuming that your characteristics that you have and that you're born with are static. So you are born with these things and it just doesn't change, which really can result in stagnation and stuckness. And that's where a lot of career changers and job seekers reach out to me. So they feel stuck working in a job that's out of alignment Although they cannot picture themselves doing anything different because they'd have to learn a new skill or grow in a different way. So if you're finding yourself in this space or you're finding yourself a little bit stuck, here are a few ideas to help you. So I want to talk through three ideas plus a bonus tip to help you move beyond that stuckness. So the first one is working on identifying your strengths that you actually enjoy doing and then figure out how to do more of them. (laughs) So many times I feel like we're taught to close the gap on things we're not good at. Or someone says, oh, you're good at this, I'm gonna have you do more of it, but you hate doing it. (laughs) So you really wanna work on identifying the things that you are good at and that you like doing. I remember these conversations early in my career. You know, we'd get a performance review and work on a development plan, and it was all about closing the gap in the areas that I wasn't good at or was a weakness. And I constantly thought to myself, this is so backwards. Why do you want me to work on something I don't like or I'm not good at? Not to mention the amount of energy that's drained trying to get good at something that just isn't fun or isn't natural for me. The reality is every single human has strengths and every single human has weaknesses. So my philosophy is that I'm never going to be good at everything and there is someone else out there who likes and is good at doing the things that I'm not. So I'm going to go find those people and I'm going to team up with them. So let me give you an example from a career perspective. In one of my corporate roles, we were tasked with creating a strategy and coming up with plans for hiring a very particular type of talent. And in order to be successful, we needed market research in data and analytics, One of my weaknesses is analyzing data or information. I have very little patience for it. I despise reviewing information, coming up with correlations or conclusions. So I proposed to my manager that we outsource that task. And it was a really important piece of the work. We could not come up with plans unless we had the data in order to create the strategy. So I I asked if we could outsource. We found a very kind of niche agency that could get that information for us relatively quickly and very inexpensively. So we ended up doing that, and then once we got the information, we were able to come up with you know the creative ways and and execute on the plan, which was a huge success. And that's my favorite thing to do is to 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 take the information come up with the ideas, get super creative and assign tasks and divide and conquer. And I was grateful that my manager agreed to it and it was a huge success. So knowing your strengths will allow you to put more of your effort into areas that you're already good at, you're already talented in, and then you can grow in the ways that you're naturally inclined to grow. So once you're working from a base of strength, And believing in your abilities, you can really find the resources to tackle anything. And recognizing your own natural abilities and strengths that you actually enjoy, as well as your inabilities or things that you don't like doing, gives you permission to really just stop banging your head against the wall and you can do what you do best and then find workarounds for the things that you don't do best. So the bottom line here is that your strengths are what make you exceptional. So you want to work on leveraging and developing those qualities and depend on them to build confidence and believe in yourself. So another aspect to think about if you're finding yourself kind of stuck in this space or not believing that you can make a change is to get crystal clear about what you want. So a lot of times folks come to me and they know they don't like what's going on in their life or their career right now, but they don't know what they want. That's always my first question. So a component of believing in yourself comes from embracing who you are and what's important to you. It does not come from trying to impress other people or fitting in with a particular group or, or crowd. It's about the experience of you and your career is about you and nobody else. So knowing the things that you want in your career and that what the things that you're willing to do and the things you're not willing to do can help you trust yourself to make good decisions. And when you're working through this point of clarity, you want to start with focusing on your core and lifestyle values. This is really your foundation. And I like to think of a tree here. So a tree's root system runs deep. I saw a statistic that it's 1.5 times the height of a tree. So a tree's root system is 1.5 times the height of a tree. So you can grow a healthier tree if you understand its root system. Same thing in your career. You can cultivate a much more fulfilling career and lifestyle if you understand your roots, or in this case, your values system. So your values carry worth. They are appreciated, respected, esteemed, and treasured. And when you value something, you attach great importance to it, which dictates how you spend your time. And my friends, we are spending at least 90,000 hours of our lives at work. We want to make sure it's doing something that we value. So your core values provide you with meaning and purpose. Your lifestyle values motivate you to do your best work. And when you're working on identifying your values, you want to ask yourself what is truly important to you. There is no judgment here. So I know there are a lot of shoulds out there. We hear and see a lot of things when it comes to comparisons but it's all about you. And when you know what's truly important for you, you will be, it'll be easier for you to say yes and no to things that will take you away from your own inner happiness or fulfillment. So getting this down and out of your head and onto paper now will help your career planning and your lifestyle to be much more effective. So once you identify your core and lifestyle values, those things that are treasured most in your life and your career, you use that as decision points as you gather more information, believing in yourself that you're making the most informed decision to execute on your job search or your career change. Okay, so so far we talked about two aspects in helping you believe in yourself to make a change. So first was identifying your strengths and doing more of what you're good at. You're gonna delegate or find a workaround for your areas of opportunity or your weaknesses. And remember that no one is good at everything. (laughs) And then the second thing is getting really clear on what you want by identifying your foundation or your roots, which is your core and your lifestyle values. Now, another thing to do when you're working on believing yourself and getting kind of out of this stuckness is to fill your mind with all the goodness. Now, this is not to be confused or, you know, with kind of this forced or pretend happiness, because I know that change and career transitions are very difficult. It is important to be realistic, but constant negativity can really start to corrupt your belief in yourself and it can ruin your motivation and it can also take away your hope. So simply seeking out inspiring and uplifting things will help you and it will slowly condition your brain to think differently. So in, in making this simple, I think of things like, you know, books or music or articles or even social media that you can just start to kind of surround yourself with that'll help you kind of uplift yourself through making a change. So I'll give you some of my own personal examples, and I'm not even in a change, but I have to work on this stuff every single day. So for example, each week I, or each, every couple of weeks, I have a post-it note here on my computer screen with an inspiring quote. So right now I have one that says, quote, and now we welcome the new year full of things that have never been. So that quote jumped out at me. It was super inspiring. So I stuck it on a post-it note and I keep it here for a week or so on my computer. Another example is that my brother gives me a calendar every year and every single page has a new affirmation. So every morning when I come up to my treehouse, the first thing I do is change the calendar and I read that affirmation. I also have an affirmation app on my phone. It is the only app I allow notifications to pop in. And then I also like to follow Instagram accounts that are motivating. So probably not a super popular opinion here, but I do like Instagram um, and I do like curating my feed. So it's uplifting and inspiring. So a couple of accounts that just come to mind here as I'm talking about it. One is the Good News Movement, I'll add this to the show notes, so in case you're not following and you'd like to, but they just have really inspiring stories and videos and images of all kinds of real-time news that's happening around the world. Another one I was recently introduced to, it's so cute, it's called Grandma Joy's Road Trip, and it's a grandma, Grandma Joy, and her son, and they travel to all of these national parks across the United States and it's just kind of curated to share their story and it's so sweet. And so I'll add these to the show notes, like I said, if if they if you think that they would be helpful for you. So these are just a few ideas that come to mind, but surrounding yourself with all the goodness will make a difference. And then my final bonus tip, if you're struggling with believing that you can make a change is to give it a try. See it as an experiment. So quick story, this was about a year or so ago. I took a photo of a tree in the fall season. And if you know me, you know I love being outside. I love trees and I love taking photos, especially photos of trees. And so this one, I just remember it was beautiful. I had gold leaves, the sun was shining behind it. And I snapped an image with my iPhone And then randomly on a Saturday morning, I shared that photo on a platform with, I don't know, 200,000 other talented photographers. And this photo has racked up over 66,000 views, and it has hundreds and hundreds of downloads. So you're probably thinking, Jen, what the heck does this have to do with a career change and believing yourself? So one of the themes that we discuss a lot in my Flourish Careers community is this notion of you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And that is a quote attributed to Hockey Hall of Famer Wayne Gretzky, but it applies to careers too. So you have to give it a shot. You have to try something different in order to make fulfilling career changes, it's crucial that you have a tiny inkling of believing in yourself. And you can do that by taking a shot at something different. So the problem for many career changers is that they're afraid to take that first shot. It feels safer to just completely not do anything or or staying stuck in that analysis paralysis. But here's the thing. Can you imagine if Wayne Gretzky never shot the puck? or if he gave up after his first missed goal. So I know it's scary to step outside your comfort zone and take a shot, whether that shot is for your career or a hobby like photography or a sports team. But one thing is for sure, if you don't give it a shot, you're never going to know. So when it comes down to it, deeply believing that you and your career Can change for the better is the driving force behind all your efforts. And then you might even be willing and even more excited to put in the work required to make it happen. So, in summary, believing that a career change is possible will consciously choose and help you grow in new ways. And you can do this by identifying your strengths that you actually enjoy and figuring out how to do more of them being clear about what you want, especially your core and lifestyle values, filling your mind with all the goodness, and then finally giving it a try, taking a shot to see what happens. So believing in yourself is based on the idea that you can cultivate change through your efforts. There is nothing stopping you, whether your dream is Whatever your dream is, once you wholeheartedly believe that it's possible for you, that's when all the fun begins. The magic happens by believing it's possible. So your belief in possibility is necessary to doing the work, the experimentation, and the consistency needed to change your career or to initiate a job search. And it is worth it. You are worth it. You deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. So that's it for today, my friends. I will be back next week with an episode dedicated to activating the power of tiny action for big results. In the meantime, if you're enjoying this show, I'd be so grateful if you would take a moment to share it with someone who might find it helpful. As always, for dedicated or detailed show notes, please visit the Flourish Careers blog. I'll talk to you next time.